pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, Kinetic Believers. Welcome back to your KB Podcast for Manifesting Our Abundant Lives. So glad to have you back with us today. I am Stephen Canyon from StephenCanyon.com, which is the website. Follow us on Instagram. Also, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that you do not miss an episode. Also, if you'd like to be on the Kinetic Belief Podcast, anywhere near as much as we would like for you to be on the Kinetic Belief Podcast, <laughs> the number to call is 720-626-8649. Hello, Miss Maggie. Hello. I love that. If you're as, ex- as excited as we are, <laughs> call. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. Happy anniversary, my love. Today is the day. It is the day. I'm so glad we were reminded. It was really funny. <laughs> a few hours into the day. Wait a minute. Uh, it's our anniversary. You're everything to me. Oh, you're my everything. You're my rainbows and unicorns, my muse. You are everything. <laughs> I love you. Happy anniversary. <laughs> no pressure, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, your turn. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh you, yeah. You really should. I know. I That's put a lot so of thought sweet. into that. <laughs> we got married. We got married in Antelope Flats in front of the beautiful Tetons. Yes. Which are the gateway mountains to Yellowstone. And Antelope Flats was in full bloom, which mm. only happens for about a week. We, we, the timing was perfect. Those, the grassy plain of the Antelope Flats, yes. the yellow, showy, golden-eye wildflower. Oh, my goodness. Carpeting beneath your feet. <laughs> You're waxing my poetic. <laughs> oh, happy anniversary. Seriously. Oh, no, really. I mean, that day, just like yesterday, there was lightning and sunshine and fast-moving clouds and blue sky it's very and dramatic. wind and stillness swirling through the massive valley all at once. Yes. And I could see it in your eyes. Oh, behind me and all around me that was one of the most if not if not the most surreal moments of my life it was so out of body it was hard to even connect with the moment just because it was so spectacular there was you and and everything was it was perfect it was just so perfect it was beautiful for the moment that was our cathedral it was yeah it did feel very like a sanctuary very had a reverence to it didn't it? Yeah, it did. Sort of a, a fisheye. <laughs> I love, scene. too, that we actually got married in a place where when we revisited a few years ago, there were just, you know, we couldn't really go take a picture there because there were so many buffalo <laughs> roaming through where we got married. <laughs> and look, if any of you guys want to <clears throat> borrow the cathedral for any kind of a ceremony of your own, That's you're, you're welcome to do that. In fact, last, was it last year? Last year. Yeah. On our anniversary, we went back to the spot. Yes, and we took an engraved natural rock mm-hmm. with our names and and uh, the the date we were married, and we put it out there so yes. you can go where the go find the rock because it's a beautiful <laughs> time of year, especially in June, and yeah. find the rock and do whatever you want to do there. We had to drop a pen and, and do the coordinates because I don't think we'd ever find it otherwise. Now, if you're a Yellowstone Ranger, please pay no attention to this broadcast and <laughs> don't uh, worry about the see, the I, rock I, with their yeah, name. There's, on there's it. really not one, but it was the best day. It was the most oh it was just so magical steve it was overwhelming absolutely overwhelming well i, I still you. love you after all this time oh no you haven't don't changed even, a don't bit. even pretend right? <laughs> we'll still love you oh, mm-hmm. your eyes are a little glassy right now because oh, i'm so in love sweet. with you well, I, you know it is it is so amazing to you know it's obviously we're going to talk about kinetic belief today and it is the biggest blessing of life to share a kinetic belief life with someone Mm -hmm. it is so beautiful and it's so epic and it only gets better every single day when you're both you know we both have this common goal and it's just fabulous i'm just so grateful for you it's a higher way of identifying with each other yeah something else to connect with just rather than the superficial yes right and I have to say that is a, a wish, a, a, something I deeply and really want for any KB that we know have met that's mm-hmm. listening, that they find that perfect partner to, to do this life thing with in the, in the kinetic belief lifestyle because it's just so sweet. And there's someone for everyone. And yes. they're, not, they're not no further away than your ability to imagine them in your life. Absolutely. And don't, you know, 
don't give in, don't settle, don't, you know, just hold out. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. That's true. Yeah. And, and another thing is, is don't imagine someone to be something that they're not. That's yeah. so easy to do. Right. Imagine them for what you want them to be and wait, they'll show up. Mm-hmm. That, that person will show up. And don't think you're going to change them into what you want. Oh, no. <laughs> change yourself to be your highest version of self and then maintain that. And the high vibrational frequency of your best self will attract like kind into your life. Well, we were talking just yesterday about, we had a great conversation about timing and the importance of timing and how that's such a huge part of manifesting because you can meet someone and it's sort of forced and it's, it's not on the right timeline. And then, you know, for you and me, I mean, we met at the most perfect time and we were so ready for us and this and this life. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just so aware of, of that. Well, how are we going to reproduce antelope flats in Orlando today? This is this is our day. So what, how are we going to do that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's not snor- stormy today, so <laughs> I don't oh, know. And we can't really hike. We'll come up with something. Well, it's in our hearts. Yes. Ooh, we should find our, our video of that because we did like a little short video of mm. the whole week that we spent there. We should just watch that today. Yeah, let's take our video and all of our wedding pictures and let's send it to everybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> How horrible. Oh my God. I've sent you 300 pictures of my wedding. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my bliss, everyone. <laughs> Gosh. Oh uh, man. I'm so excited. Well, what a, what a day to, to be alive and to be yes. doing uh, the, the art practice form of kinetic belief. Absolutely. And and diving into the podcast today, we have a great question from Calissa and she's from Sydney, Australia. She says, I am ecstatic over how much I've developed in my sense of awareness and purpose during the last few months. The sky seems bluer in my life. However, I still have days where I'm caught by surprise by someone being negative. As such, it's, it's easy for me to become negative and not even know it until later. Been there. Is there something I can do to not take the negative bait, the surprise attack can be exhausting. I love how she worded all of that. That's yeah, well worded. And yeah. isn't Thank it you, isn't it surprising, especially when we start doing the work of changing ourselves? You you just sort of think, perhaps vicariously, that everybody else in the world is changing themselves as well. You're, you're seeing <laughs> yes. you're seeing the guy go by to another car, thinking, ah, oh, he's so zen today. <laughs> Well, maybe not. It's kind of like when um, <laughs> you got your, your motorcycle, and it's, it just felt like yeah. everyone had motorcycles well, <laughs> after you, that. Because your awareness, point, <laughs> yes. it's, you start pointing to it, Absolutely. and you, you see them. That's yes. so true. Calissa, there's one thing that you can do every single day that will safeguard your higher self. And I think that's really what you're, you're saying. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. how can I not be surprised and let down my guard? Mm-hmm. Most people are inherently attracted to, to the noise, to chaos. We, you're going along and everything is smooth and fine, and then something happens in your periphery that seems not quite at the same high vibrational frequency of your own peace. And what do you do? You spin your head around to see what's going on. You're attracted to it. Mm-hmm. As such, you, you gravitate toward that. And it, habitually speaking, these are the... the Dramatic people in our lives, if they're not around it, well, they start causing it. There's something about it that makes the the lower self, the ego self, want to stir things up. For me, it's I always want to analyze it. That that's the trap for me, and I think it's a little different for everyone because our ego knows us well, mm-hmm. right? It is a piece of us that we're always overcoming, so it knows what bait is um, the most delicious <laughs> looking to us. That is so true. And if it weren't for this natural state of being of the ego, there's hardly a an arena, a stadium. A sports arena anywhere in the world that would be easy to fill. Mm. Everybody's mm. going for the chaos. They want to see something out of the ordinary take place. But, mm. but, Calissa, we have the authority of our creative dominion to be able to choose how it is that we are, every single day of our lives, going to set our vibrational frequency. Oh, yeah. Before we even put our bare feet on, on the floor <laughs> into great. our slippers. There is a way to do this before we move into the day. This is one thing that powerfully changed my life years years ago. So 
Let's gain some understanding regarding observation, first of all. And I'm talking about a person's sense of self here when we're talking about belief or observation. The successful kinetic believer, and that's after all, that's what we all are, right? Yes. We're all successful cabies. The successful kinetic believer, the one that's manifesting all of their chosen desires, all of their highest expectations for living, their health, their wealth, their, their, the love of their life, all of these things, they understand how to maintain a high vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. And that, that specifically is an essential part of who they become, of the lifestyle that they're living, their way of life. And it is this unique perspective on the world around us as, yes, as we wish it to be, but most importantly, upon ourselves as we desire to be. Mm. Now, some people who are reacting to life as it's happening around them, positive or negative, like you're saying you're struggling with a negative. So that means you're reacting to the negative thing. They will use the term and often, um, and boy, it can be confusing, but they use that, the term alter ego to describe, for example, their very best friend, the person who knows them better than anyone else. Their alter ego. And it's in that same sense that, Meg, when you know we, I fell in love with you, and, and I, I hope you did with me. You said you did. <laughs> but it's, it's that sense that, you know what? I would consider you to be my alter ego in that sense. Hmm. The one person that I chose to stand in the Cathedral of Yellowstone and say, yes, I want to identify with you. Mm. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'd like to thank uh, me for <laughs> persevering and yeah. being amazing, <laughs> being so lovable. <laughs> thank you so much. So, but now, who is the, <laughs> who's the alter ego? Who is the, the mm. player for the world stage? Kalissa. Kalissa, right? Yes. Kalissa. Yes. Who's the, for the world stage that's going to represent your best intentions while expecting perfect results as a KB as you go through the day? Mm. What is that higher alter ego version of self that you're going to identify with because we're, we're working on something here that's going to help you avoid stepping into those pitfalls, yeah. those unexpected traps of... Uh, of identifying with a negative thing that brings you down out of that high vibrational frequency of attracting your best life. And what you're describing is really interesting in in that it's, it's painting this picture of us being very reactional. It makes me think of you and I, we were um, driving in, I think it was San Diego. We were driving between San Diego and we were going home. We, at that time we lived in Del Mar, just above Mm -hmm. La Jolla. And there was just a, a, a small bump up, you know, a fender bender on the, on the road, nothing serious. But as we were waiting to sort of go around this accident, um, we kept seeing more accidents piling up because people would turn, turn their heads away to look at the carnage, the accident, and then they would themselves be in an accident. And that just makes me think of what we do in these situations. You know, we, we whip our heads around. We're not even thinking. It's very mindless. And we just whip around to look at something dramatic or negative, And then, oh, we're in our own negative crash. Rubbernecking. Rubbernecking, yes. (laughs) Rubbernecking is a form of identifying with an alter ego. Huh. Wow. And in that sense, it it completes the vibrational energetics of the moment, which Mm. determines what you're attracting in your life. You look at the bump up and you find yourself in a bump up. Yeah. Bump up. (laughs) Because you have identified as an alter ego version of yourself with the accident that was there on the side of the road. And it brings your high vibrational frequency of expectation down. You feel bad about what you're seeing. And that feeling, that lower vibrational frequency, attracts like kind into your existence as a very real possibility for yourself. Wow. Most insanely successful people understand the power of monopolizing kinetic belief through the imagination of a chosen alter ego. An example of an alter ego is just somebody that behaves almost similarly, similarly to you, but your differences are really unrecognizable. The definition of an alter ego is someone with whom you're very close friends, mm-hmm. who you're spending a lot of time with, 
and you're sharing in in attributes. Uh, an example of an alter ego is someone with whom you have been friends with since childhood. Hmm. You walk alike, you talk alike, you act alike, you do alike, you you, you mm-hmm. be alike. <laughs> <laughs> you are in in that like kind, and and so those rough edges are honed. They are uh, smooth, and you you truly share in energetics and expectations as a result of that. In an interview with People Magazine, Beyonce said that she had an alter ego that she uses for the stage by the name of Sasha Fierce. Mm -hmm. Sasha Fierce, which she uses as this uh, uh, sensual alter ego. Justin Bieber said he taps into this personality was Shawty Maine. I'm not sure I like that I know these names. Shawty, <laughs> here comes Shawty Maine. When he, when Have you he been Googling raps. again, <laughs> Stephen? <laughs> Absolutely not. You're like, no, I am hip. In fact, to prove it to you, Lady Gaga's alter ego is Joe Calderon. How's that? Um, who's, and who is, by the way, not a singer or a model or an actor or anything. She said it's just some guy from Jersey. <laughs> And and That's great. It, to prove to prove it once more, just up the ante a little bit. Garth Brooks surprised a lot of people when he uh, debuted his alter ego as some rocker by the name of uh, Chris Gaines back in the late nineties. Okay. Successful kinetic believers understand the power of the alter ego. So, when we're talking about alter ego in the context of kinetic belief, are you are you talking about it as as somebody that we are creating within ourselves? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about an external relationship, another person, correct? It can be. Okay. It can be, and we want to unpack this a little bit more. Okay. Because you're still you are, for example, let's say you want to be the the world's greatest basketball player. Mm-hmm. And you want an alter ego for that. Well, who would you glom onto? Oh, I see. So it could be a pre-existing Get the Michael ar- Jordan. Archetype. Get the Mar- Michael Jordan and then develop in your imagination the archetype of that world's greatest athlete. The, the image and your idea of Michael Jordan is not going to be what he is behind the scenes. You're not going to, you're not going to share in his challenges and his emotional... Uh, disruptions, yeah. but you, what you're going to do is use that as an alter ego for developing in your highest sense of being in purpose and genius of purpose, developing in the ability to play basketball as when, an alter ego of Michael wow. Jordan. And when you lay it out like that, it really reveals itself as it's not so much the person that we're elevating in our minds. It's the accomplishment. It's the success. It's the vision, the goal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Calissa, look, every morning before I get out of bed, I take 21 seconds to identify with my higher self. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's it's an alter. It's because I'm identifying with it. That means there's ego involved in this, right? Mm -hmm. Because the higher being is not something we actually identify with because we are life. We don't have life. We are life. We are love. We are... uh, uh, joy, happiness, we're the substance of prosperity. So but when we, we have to identify with these things in order to begin that attraction process. So right. uh, we label it as an alter, an alter, uh, an, al- uh, an alternative to the ego, which is identifying with hmm. negative source influencers and all these other things. So okay. we're developing in the imagination for this higher sense of being and purpose. So I take 21 seconds, and there's a reason I do it for 21 seconds, 21 seconds to identify with my higher self in the morning before, before the, any thoughts from yesterday begin to come in and set up camp again and say, hey, remember me? Let's pick up where we left off from. Remember when you were uh, starting to worry about Cousin Bill and Aunt whoever, whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm still here. Yeah. So before they have a chance, these thought forms to come in and say, hey, let's pick up where we left off. Take those first 21 seconds, and you know what? You're going to say that I'm going to identify with this alter ego, the one that I've chosen to create, and it's dynamically me that I'm going through this day with. Mm-hmm. And then, then a feeling that is going to verify that you are perfected in the sense of your, your identity is health, is wealth, and joy, and happiness, and all these positive things. That feeling 
of being on high vibrational frequency, it feels good. It feels good because you've not allowed anything negative to come in there and help start your day. And so it, when that feeling begins to confirm what you've imagined to believe, that's where the attraction has actually begun to take place. Because remember, as a KB, your part in all of this is the, the, the 50% mark. You do your part to align yes. your modalities of kinetic belief to begin the attraction process toward that high vibrational frequency of expectation. And then uh, there's something about, and, and I located this many, many years ago, there is something about the 21-second length of time that it takes for my part of the KB formula to literally seat itself into the position of attracting more of myself, my expectations into my life. Mm-hmm. That's, where, um, that's where my part of the mass formation begins to attracting the super part to my natural part to manifest uh, abundance into my life. And it seems like you're also really setting intentions during this time as well, intentions for that alter ego, for the vision of self. Intentions, expectations that, you know what, this is my guarded space. Mm. I'm getting ready to leave this domicile and I'm going out here into the noise and, and chaotic world. Right. But what I've done is I've set my standard for self for today. So I'm not going to be surprised by the negative thing that says, hey, over here, yeah. consider me for a moment. And the only way we fall into that trap is when we've not done the meditative work to set ourselves for our own expectations. Mm-hmm. So we're open. Open. Give me a suggestion. Give me another waffle to eat. How about a, a donut and a, a burger to go with that? Oh, how about this? Or I'm going. I'm going to buy this as I'm going through the checkout in Target because I don't know what I want after all. <laughs> and you go out of there with Halloween costumes and for people you don't even know. I don't know. But these are the things that happen to us, and we are set up to receive the negative influence by not preparing ourselves for our own self-expectations. Well, I think we all know that feeling when you do walk into the grocery store without any idea of what you want to get. And it's it, you're totally untethered and lost, and it takes you forever to even pick something out. And that sounds silly, but at the same time, you know, how many of us, I know I do this, I'll, I'll just start my day not knowing, not having taken that time to to really form the vision of what I want. You know, take, and, and that really points to valuing time, you know, the day, valuing the day that we've been given, valuing the now, the present moment and and understanding that that's all that we have in this moment and to make the most of it. I heard Dan Rather say in an interview back in 1983 that it is quintessentially uh, human for your neck to swell when you're told what to think. (laughs) Well, that's the personification that people like to put out. But deep down inside of everyone, we're looking for that inner voice to actually tell us what to do. Yes. And that's for the person that's not prepared themselves, that doesn't Mm -hmm. take the 21 seconds to captivate your own thoughts, to, to... to seduce your higher being and to properly position yourself in preparedness for going out to do battle with the negative energetics. Is the 21 seconds, is that something you found that is just the perfect sequence for you over time? Is that, did you just sort of trial and error that? 21 seconds is when the feeling Mm -hmm. takes over. Wow. Rather than allowing the feeling to lead me, I take charge, and it takes 21 seconds of intense meditation, and I go through the five modalities of my kinetic belief. Mm. And I set myself within the highest, the highest viewpoint for my alter ego to identify with. Now, I'm going to identify the ego with this higher sense of being. 21 seconds, something that happens in the super of my natural that aligns perfectly and i've set this high vibrational frequency of expectation to begin attracting and i can feel it 21 seconds and you feel it take over you feel the positivity you feel the energy you you're not living by what you see or hear or feel or uh, Mm -hmm. uh, in touch and all of those things but it but the the vibrational frequency begins to um, smooth itself out and it's able to absorb the shocks of the negative world around us as we move through it by preparing ourselves with 21 seconds of an intense meditation to set our thoughts on purpose before we put our feet on the floor. Wow. So then you get up, 
And you're not going to be interrupted by the kids who wake up 10 minutes later. You're not going to be interrupted by thoughts of going back to the office where you really don't want to go. You're not going to be interrupted by the traffic jam, the the negative anything, the news of the day, whatever it is. Look, advancing KBs, move to the move to the place in their life where there's a sense that you know what I don't need to live the life of a hermit I don't need to retreat from the world I don't have to disappear in life right. from family friends from the news from the world we are equipped to successfully navigate through this world and its chaos and noise and all of its confusion if we will first prepare ourselves to walk on water mm. before we get out of bed in the morning, to energize ourselves on that high vibrational frequency so that we are attracting like kind in our lives, equipping ourselves as soldiers able to move through this, this uh, competitiveness and all of that noise untouched in Zen, mm. in a place of Zen and peace with a higher expectation. The, the type of posture that you're describing that we're beginning our day with is, is so empowering. It's so strong. And the word victory keeps sort of floating through my mind. You know, we're, we're the, the victorious, mm-hmm. you mentioned soldiers, but we're, we're the victorious KB going into the world and assuming the victory, assuming the success. And, and what, a, what a beautiful posture to start our day with. I, I love how you just said, you know, we don't need to be hermits. We can, we can put this on. You know, kinetic belief can be a, a, a cloak that we can carry with us and cover ourselves with and, and so that we can victoriously, with this alter ego, with this higher frequen- frequency, sail through the day. That's really good. And I, I like that you're using the word victorious because for a kinetic believer, it's not the end result that determines whether you're victorious or not. Mm-hmm. We begin in victory yes. and we carry our victory throughout the day. We don't get to the end of the day to determine if we were victorious or not. We right. are victory. We mm. are health. We are wealth. The bank account doesn't determine whether or not you're rich. You are rich because you're rich. And so richness comes to you mm. because of your identity. What a way to flip the script on on the way that most of us have been shown how to live our lives, too. Most of the time, we're shown that, look, your day will tell you who you are, as opposed to your kinetic belief determining your day you determine your day and this alter ego this higher frequency determines your day determines your life determines your experience here on this earth it's a blue sky that follows you everywhere you go yeah i love that rather than uh, oh yeah from charlie Charlie brown Brown. (laughs) and everywhere he went instead of a cloud it's the sunshine yes yes (laughs) every human being has a superman or a superwoman on the inside of them yeah clark kent never saved anybody What a loser. <laughs> but but the super on Clark's natural, oh, man. it located within his genius of purpose. Now, that saved a lot of people. Yes. Developing the skills outward from your genius located within. It's supercharged, supercharged mm. within the mindful practice of 21 seconds in the morning of choosing your identity. Wow. So, Calissa, dress up your alter ego. If you don't have, if you don't know what that is yet, you still have some work to do in your kinetic belief journal. Mm. Then dress it up, dress it up before you dress yourself up, mm. before you do your hair and put on your whatever. First, you got some other dressing to do. <laughs> dress up your alter ego by and do it by rehearsing images of success, rehearsing images of mm. of wholeness and health and happiness and joy. Rehearse your identity. Rehearse that you know you are a uh, WW whatever wrestler with uh, down in in South America, and you've got the hood and the cape, and you you are a, a superhero, and you've rehearsed your character and. And into the ring you go, and you've never lost a match. Rehearse that <laughs> alter ego, that identity. Does not of, does not to Libre really have to be my? I want to see that. Ego. It's been a while since we watched that. <laughs> my, my my thighs are number one. Your thighs are number one. Oh man, I Great. love that movie. But you have to rehearse that yeah. first. Dress it up, and then the, those images that reflect your perfect body, your perfect health, the perf- the perfected wealth that you have desired, that you are, that happiness and that joy. 
the ability to adhere to that alter ego, to that belief is going to be unique to your experience as you go throughout the day. Well, and I have to say, I'm, I'm piecing this together with some insights you were sharing yesterday about you were reminding us of what it really means to be, be a kinetic believer and to be the highest version of self. And it's to unbecome the things that were negatively and falsely and inaccurately put on us throughout our life. And so how cool that this alter ego we're describing, this higher self that we're imagining is actually our true self. And it's actually the original sense of self. And it's not as if we're pretending to be someone, someone else. We're just working to, to get back to that perfected version that we already are. That 21 seconds is all you need to unbecome or to rewild yourself away from all that negative stuff in life yeah. that wants to show up first in the morning to remind you of the stuff that you really came out of. When I have to say that, that clarification, that specific point of unbecoming and, and being that true sense of self and becoming that it's just, it just feels so, it's just so cool. It's so exciting. I don't even know the word for it. It just feels so right because I think many times when we are trying to work on some version of self-improvement, many times we can get caught up in feeling as though we need to change. We mm-hmm. need to change. Mm-hmm. And this idea of returning to, returning to that original sense of self, it's it's like coming home. Mm-hmm. It's like the only home we've ever needed or, mm-hmm. or even if we've never really known it because it was so long ago. Mm-hmm. But that sensation of that that's our goal it's amazing how deeply that resonates with with my spirit and I'm sure everyone else's. Well, as you're transcending all of the, the challenges of the negative in your life, you know, one of the first things that most people are, uh, they have a sense that they need to do is to change the negative around them. Mm-hmm. Because I love you, because mm-hmm. you're family, because you're a son, you're a mother, you're a father, a daughter, whatever the relationship is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up and I'm going to give them a piece of my positive mind. And then we'll all be uh, live happily ever after. That's not how it works. It's not how it works. You can't change the game by deciding this is how it works. If you want to change your life and change the people around you, you change yourself. Always change yourself. Change your vibrational frequency. Mm -hmm. And it's that higher level of expectation that ultimately changes your circumstances, your life, the people around you, mm-hmm. everything changes to conform to and to glom onto your higher expectation. Always change yourself. And it begins with that 21 seconds mm-hmm. every single morning. You, you've talked before many times about how we, we're, we're turning the light on within ourselves. And I love this idea that we're working on self. We need to just change self. And that is the answer. That's the antidote to all of these issues that we think are surrounding us. And it's the nature of light that's so exciting. Light, the brighter our light shines, the more darkness it, it naturally drives out. It's not like we have to crawl into the crevices to dig out the darkness. No, it's just the, the presence of light that causes the absence of that darkness. And I, I just think that's, well, it's really exciting because then we just get to focus on ourselves and the positivity and the 21 seconds and, and the higher self. Because what happens if you're not just focusing on yourself? Look, if you've decided you need to go and, and show Uncle Bob how to behave, what's happening? Your ego mm-hmm. is showing up to challenge an ego. Yeah. You're totally identifying with ego now. And by identifying with ego, you begin to attract what the ego is identified with. Mm-hmm. So you let that go and you identify with your higher sense of self, your higher being, your, your um, alter ego. By identifying with that, then all things change wow. around you. And Uncle Bob, will be, will, he'll benefit from watching the transformation <laughs> yes. of Clark Kent to Superman. Well, and isn't that the most powerful form of teaching? It's this demonstration. It's allowing people to observe. You know, you, you were talking about our alter ego. I mean, we're observing the successes of, of people that we admire to create that alter ego. So, I mean, that demonstration, it's, it's incredibly powerful, and we're actually doing quite a bit when we're doing that. Sure. It's by crafting our alter ego that we're able to, well, for example, travel a course through a world that is subjecting its intellectual inhabitants with all of these ideas of condemnation and all of these thoughts of failure and fearful thoughts of destruction. Mm-hmm. Successful KBs understand that alter egos are it's something that's practiced. It's something that's journaled and meditated upon. It's they have the five modalities of kinetic belief that that they are flatlining to make sure that they are in a high vibrational frequency of expectation. And then the skills of those imaginations are masterfully implemented 
throughout every single day, wow. not once a month, not just when there's a, a KB convention, but as a way of life. Kinetic believers utilize then the the fashioned alter ego. Wow! So you you are you're journaling the idea, the concept. You're conceptualizing this alter ego as you journal and throughout the day, and and so then you're activating it in the morning. Is that how that's working? Yeah, you've got your you've got your kinetic belief journal. That means you've got your schematic. You need your schematic for imagination. You've got your journal. Your schematic for desire. I've got my journal. Mm-hmm. My schematic for gratitude. Well, I've got my journal. <laughs> my schematic for the words that I'm speaking. I'm journaling. Yeah. What about the schematic for my action that I'm taking? I've got my journal. There's my guidepost. That's my my way of life. You know, so many, so many people at first, especially when they start off as you know practicing kinetic belief. They work with all kinds of self-esteem issues. Right. Um, I've, I've taught kinetic belief to broadcasters, newscasters, <clears throat> public speakers, business owners, athletes for over 30 years now. Mm-hmm. And they really struggle when it comes to things like uh, public speaking. Right. I think most people do. Yeah. So... <laughs> But here's something really interesting that happens, Meg, by affirming their alter ego. They learn to do this. They develop in that. There's an alter ego, and they they develop in that. Their genius of purpose and their higher vibrational frequency, something amazing happens. Fear disappears. Mm. It melts. It's not even there. It's not a choice energetic. It disappears when replaced with the imagination of a successful alter ego. Wow. Kinetic believers walk differently. They talk differently. Their expectations are lofty when centered in the idea of their successful alter ego. And KBs, they they set their manifesting goals, and they never consider anything without that alter ego. You can't do it alone. You're not supposed to do it alone. We were given the ability to imagine for a reason and a purpose, and it is for the purpose of kinetic belief. It almost sounds like fear can only attach itself to the ego. And so when we create this alter ego, it's, it's as if mm-hmm. it just slides right off. It can't attach. Yeah, that's right. It can only attach itself to the ego because the ego is identifying with failure. Wow. It's identifying with competition. And where there's competition, you can do what? We can either win or lose. Mm-hmm. So the, the possibility of losing is always there. And if it's always there, then fear is always a substance or a part of that. And in that substance of fear, there's double-mindedness, uncertainty. And where there's uncertainty, you'll never reach the goal. We're manifesting any variable of possibilities. The ability to imagine in the present tense is part of being human. That's where we maintain this feeling of enthusiasm and excitement and and one of celebration and and being championed and edified because we are victorious before we take home the prize. Mm. It's the power of belief that attracts change to the most prevalent of circumstances, and it's through the expectations of alter egos without most people realizing that their reality, the circumstances of their life was attracted by them um, all along. No one is going through something today that they did not attract into their lives. During this 21 seconds in the morning, are you, are you visualizing yourself in a, in a physical way? Are you visualizing the, the things that you're going to accomplish that day or is it more of a, of an aura more of a sense of self that you're focusing on I want to understand in a in a more microscopic way your actual like very specific process the word aura is actually very good and it's very closely related to holistic mm-hmm. a holistic version of self it goes in every direction imagine a light bulb being turned on it lights it the light goes in all directions. That's how our energy works. There's a vortex of energy, this higher frequency of energy that attracts. Mm-hmm. And it feels good at a high level. It feels bad at a low level, like we were talking about before the podcast today. Right. I was led to the discovery of the power of the alter ego when I was five years old. I had a teacher. From the time I was five, from then on, as a way of my life, I understood the power of believing in things that I could not see. What a great time to 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 uh, 
learned this at the oh. age of five. We have that natural ability. We all come into the world with that natural ability. Yeah. That's why a kid can spend, you know, 10 hours in a sandbox with a stick. Right. <laughs> Over the course of 10 hours, that stick has been, you name it. Yes. And that stick was it. Oh, he's been on Mars. He's been on other worlds. and He's, he's been on so Mars. He's fallen in love. He's built yes. a house, lost the house. He's got, <laughs> he's, a, he's, you name it. Yes. Stick, the imagination, wonderful thing. Mm. But I was taught from the age of five that, and I understood that power of belief in things that, you know, others couldn't see. And so, Meg, I created the alter ego of, of a concert pianist. And it became my imaginative destination. It became a place for my aspirations to dwell. Mm. Very real to me. You couldn't convince me otherwise. It was my reality. I've changed my body using the same principles. I've maintained health. I've attracted great wealth into my life. I've been blessed to, to coach others and to do it in love, in light, and to share with them how to do the same things that we're talking about. I've communed and, and unified in, uh, with belief with some who've you know, had cancer and watched them become healed, miraculously healed, miraculous only to those that didn't understand the power of kinetic belief and other diseases. Watched the power of kinetic belief and the substance of attraction um, replace sickness with healing again and again and again. Things that the world would call miracles, they only occur in the face of instantaneous, uh, present tense belief that's fashioned from the imagination of an alter ego. When the alter ego says that, you know what, I'm healed, I'm successful, I'm rich, I'm healthy, I'm full of energy. Today, I am super happy, super successful, impenetrable by any kind of negative thing. The natural body, it changes to agree with that. It has to align with it. Mm -hmm. There cannot be a contradiction in terms of that reality. Mm -hmm. Reality is subjective to the one who's believing it. And so I see body language change during the Mastering the Universe workshops and at the, mm -hmm. the workshops we're doing in Orlando yes. and the conventions. And I notice we talk about this. We notice the breathing change, and we've you can see literally negative um, energetic thoughts dissipate in a room of hundreds of people. Yes, to where that that unified alter ego is then raising the roof of that place with higher expectations, and it's by reconstructing the imagination, the subconscious it. It creates new expectation, higher standards for living as a result of consciousness changes that begins attracting the substance of desire. Mm. Kinetic believers, they understand the power of mimic. Now think about it. It's the power of mimic. For 21 seconds in your, your, the beginning of your morning, Calissa, the power of mimic, imitation in your thoughts, you determining what you're to mimic it produces it will produce either good or bad manifestations as you go through your day if you leave it up to chance by not taking authority over the what you're going to mimic for this first 21 seconds you're leaving your day up to chance the chance of rubbernecking to see what's happening on the side of the road the chance of someone uh, approaching you at the coffee at the coffee station and saying, did you hear what so-and-so said about you and, <laughs> or, or somebody else? So the question is, what are you imitating? Your kinetic belief journal becomes the blueprint for your alter ego's expectations. Whose shoes did you put on this morning? Mindfulness of the alter ego, it literally and factually, it changes your breathing. It will physically change your body language. It changes the tone of your voice. People won't have a hard time hearing you anymore. <laughs> it changes the way that you walk. and The way that you physically look literally changes. You can go away for a year and come back and they're going to go, oh my goodness. <laughs> what surgeon did you use? <laughs> And as a result, but the, the outcome of practical experiences, all of that changes and success becomes the, the kinetic believer. How do we resolve the idea of mimic when it comes to 
because I guess you're, you're, we're really mimicking our true self, the, the, the self that we're envisioning. And it's, it's, it's sort of a, it's a funny, like a little bit of a brain twister, the idea that we're, we are mimicking, but at the same time we are connecting with who we actually are. So who's your Michael Jordan? (laughs) Did you draw the jersey onto yourself? Did you did you see yourself flying through the air from the free throw line and mimicking that idea, the highest version of yourself through your journaling practices? Mm. And it's being able to mimic that and, and to immediately go back to the journal and say, no, this is my day. This is who I am. This is what I expect to see. And I feel so darn good about all of that. I feel great about me. It's not what you can see. It's not the circumstances that... It apparently exists. It's the circumstances that I have an alter ego wow. to to reside within. Will there always be that higher idea of self that we are focusing on for twenty one seconds, or eventually do we become one with that idea? We always have to focus on it, and we are always we we never become one in the sense that it's completed. Mm. This is a journey that we're on in this life. So it's an, imag- it's, it, it, it's an imagination in progress. Wow. It's not one, one and done. That's the way of life. Because not understanding the use of an alter ego, the expression of your original purpose that you're talking about, the genius of purpose, the original higher self, the dressing up of your identity for your life's parade, <laughs> all of that, it results in somebody <laughs> otherwise Somebody, every person, you have a higher sense of alternate ego, sense of being that is meant for success in this life. You are here. You are meant to succeed. You are meant to be healthy and happy and joyous and content and in love and loved and all of that. Mm. To continue with the ordinary self, the one that's been defined by the ego, it's identifying with fear. Confusion, chaos, wrecks, terror, uh, the possibility of sickness and viruses and whatever the noise is, the negative ego of yourself as a result of, of allowing yourself, Calissa, to be surprised by that negativity and, and to be conjoined with that, even in your inner conversations of a failure, average people Knowing this, even average people that never heard anything about kinetic belief, they just have a knowing that, you know what, I need to avoid fearful situations. I, I really shouldn't go see uh, Johnny goes into Dallas with an axe tonight right. at the movie theater. <laughs> I, I just need to, to avoid. I don't think I'll feel good. <laughs> I just don't think it's going to feel good. Right. <laughs> There's that. just something that we just already have this innate knowing that it's probably not good for me. Right. It's true. And. And so yeah. we avoid fearful situations. And because we just know that, you know, there's something about not believing in myself um, in, in, in a lot of life's circumstances. And that I'm going to require, because I'm, I'm weak-minded and I am subjected to fear, I'm subjected to the possibility of someone causing me or my family harm around the next corner because I'm immersed in this fearful stuff all the time. Mm. I need somebody to validate me. I need to be validated when I go out here. I need to be reassured. I need to be propped up by someone else's ego because I'm completely immersed in my own ego. And so most often, people like this, you end up just disappearing into the anonymity of crowds. Well, and what you're saying right now, this is a huge aha moment because you're you're describing, you're, you're showing us, you know, the blueprint for why we are failing in our day-to-day activities because like you just said we're going out into the world seeking validation seeking a pat on the back seeking that that positive reinforcement from someone else and when you're doing that you're literally opening yourself up saying please tell me who I am please tell me who I am instead of it coming from your journal instead of it coming from within and and that's so illuminating because it's sort of the the crux of the problem. Lady Gaga needs no one telling her who she is anymore. <laughs> now that is she's got an alter a ego. Very accurate that statement. She knows who she is, and so yeah. you know, some discover the 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 power of the alter ego by accident, mm. and 
they no longer require that validation. And it's just an accidental uh, stumbling upon it. Mm. And others, either through religion, philosophy, science, poetry, a life coach, uh, this podcast, they understand, they find that the potential of expectations when it's applied with the authority of an alter ego that is held mm-hmm. in, in permanence, a sense of self and permanence, an idea, an, an imagination, without faltering. And they're beginning their day and going through their day all day long, swinging clubs like Tiger Woods, and they, don't, they do not step out of that identity. Mm-hmm. And, but, but kinetic believers, hmm, masters at this, construct their alter ego and then while on a journey of adventure they're they are projecting themselves from the ordinary to the extraordinary mm-hmm. and they don't need anyone else to do this for them i have to say a, a huge component of this that you've taught us about today is is the idea that look we have to prepare for this 21 seconds in the morning with our guided journal and it made me think of a of an email we received recently from I think his name was Al, and and he was talking about how he's doing the guided journal, and he said, and let me tell you, there is nothing negative in there. <laughs> he said I used to you know write, and and there would be I would talk about the negative components of life. He said, but there's nothing negative about me or my life in this journal, and so. I love that sort of progression. So, you know, we're taking time during the day to blueprint these ideas, to blueprint this alter ego and to, and to hone it and get it exactly how we want it because this isn't something we want to necessarily do on the fly. And then when we wake up in the morning, we've, we've already blueprinted it. We know exactly what we want to focus on. It's there. The vision has been prepped and ready. It's ready for us. 21 seconds. 21 second review and you're in charge. You're in control. You're walking in unconditional love. Al said, I think he's going to be visiting the United States next year, traveling Route 66. On his motorcycle. On his motorcycle. Maybe we'll be able to catch up with him somewhere (laughs) along the way. We really should. That sounds like fun. But because it's, it's people like Al that are heroic believers with mm. kinetic belief, and they are positive thinkers. And they excitedly, they act toward what they're attracting to advance the mind and body and soul toward that perfected completion in this life, in the land of the living, despite what anybody else says. Al, I think he said that everybody was cheering him on at first, and then they were like, you know, you're crazy. Good luck. Oh, you've gone too <laughs> you've far. Gone, you've gone a little too yeah, far. Yeah, you swung, that pendulum swung a little yeah, too far. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? And any obstacles, though, for Al or any of the other KBs, it's seemingly impossible all these challenges that seemed like it was just never going to be able, you couldn't overcome it, they melt away. Mm-hmm. That's the super taking care of the things you don't have to even put your hands to. This idea, too, of 21 seconds, I have to say it's pretty cool because it's only 21 seconds. <laughs> you know, we're only, we're already doing all this work. We're already journaling. I mean, this takes right. time. This takes effort. That you, Like you just said, you're, you're sort of a champion of kinetic belief. And then what? I can add 21 seconds to all this stuff that I'm doing and it's going to catapult me and be make my growth exponential and make my day exponentially better. That's amazing. 21 seconds. About the length of time that it takes to, to strike a match. And light a stick of incense. <laughs> You're obsessed with incense lately. <laughs> well, you've got some flavors that are really kind of good. <laughs> and they're, you can call them flavors. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? You don't eat them. <laughs> it's the flavor. I, I tasted that. Some, oh, man. Some people, <laughs> some, some people name their alter ego after an animal. Mm. Other people will, will name, name it. You know, whatever. Uh, just like the little car we bought, we named it Mickey because we got it near Disney. Mickey. <laughs> maybe, maybe your alter ego isn't Ziggy, but name it something. Your highest being. Come mm-hmm. up with an identity, a marker that you can quickly reference in that twenty-one seconds. So you're not having to go through, you know, all the antics of reconstructing. Now, who is it that I think that I am? Name it. Because then it's that holistic thing that we're talking about. You can quickly go there, yeah. and that name represents this higher vision and version of self. Will, will yeah. Mickey really succumb to that negative thing? I don't think so. Well, and I'm obsessed with this symbolism that you're giving us right now, this idea that, look— our name is the, it's almost as if that was the first thing that people gave us that we had no mm. control over. So I love restarting the process, Rename rebirthing, it. renaming yes. that because, you know, day one, uh, here's a name you have no chance of changing or okay. hope well, you like well, it. That's fine. Let them, let them <laughs> name the lower self. Let them, let mm. that name 
remain with your ego identity. Fine. That's who that is. But we're talking about the greater name. Yeah. The lasting name. The one that is eternal. The name is crucial to the extent that it reminds you that, you know what, you're operating from a purposeful belief and not from some label, perhaps bestowed upon you by the idea of of life's bullies. Mm. Every day, success requires that we dress up our alter ego in 21 seconds. What are you going to wear today, Mickey? What are you wearing in, in your heroic costume of success? What are you coming out of that phone booth dressed as? <laughs> That's great. Rest, yes. and, and here's one more thing. Rest is equally important to action. Mm. Rest. So imagine how, how would your alter ego... That successful, heroic one, take a quiet walk. How would it read a book? What does your huga space look like for Superwoman? Mm. What's that space? What's inside, what is inside of that phone booth after all? How do you keep that cape in there? Hmm. Yeah. No one else needs to know, but you should know. Recognize your downtime as one of the, the, the meditative moments of replenishment. Where there is no kryptonite, it's just you and the super on your natural. It's a time that you are re-strengthening the virtue of your purpose. Wow. Locate your alter ego. Do it. Work on it. Put in the work. It doesn't take that much time because the, the kinetic believer is the one that's looking within to ask, who am I? What is it that makes me different? The wisdom of your genius is someone that you know everything about. And then when you begin looking within for all of those answers to the questions mm-hmm. that you have in life, you're going to have an unction. And this is the attraction of that higher wisdom, the oneness with God, that's going to come in and say, hey, this is who we are together. This is why you can have peace in the middle of t- tumultuous chaos and serenity, this, this idea of Zen regarding what you see. And you'll be able to to uh, actively move about in the affairs of men and women in the world as they're going on, rather than retreating into the lifestyle of a monk. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to recognize that when you've located your centered alter ego, you are in that enveloped by peace and purpose and the genius of your purpose. And yeah, there's an emotional connection to to that center. And it is full of love. And that high vibrational frequency, it feels so good. It feels fantastic. There, Right there, you're going to find the nature of the expressions of you that you will need for mimicking your alter ego like we're talking about today. Wow. Does your alter ego have a strong stage presence? I don't know, does it have a loud voice? Do you, do you see your alter ego with shoulders back and, and your head held high with unstoppable confidence? Is your alter ego um, a lover of humanity? Does, it, does the super part of your human being um, uh, attract and manifest the impossible? And absolutely, yes. You better check yes right there in that <laughs> box because it's a super on your natural that enables you to fly. It enables you to walk on water. It enables you to show up and have everything change according to your highest expectations. Mm-hmm. Purposefully activate your imagination to launch your alter ego in 21 seconds every morning. And <laughs> as, you, as you do this, you know, you can practice. You can practice uh, whatever it is you want to practice and go through your day successfully. I did my first televised concert. I sort of stepped out of my alter ego. Mm-hmm long enough to sit down in front of these cameras, I was totally distracted by my uh, lower ego. And I had my orchestra there. And I sat down at this grand piano. This was a live televised deal. There was no studio. I mean, there was no audience. It was just, I was in a studio. And I had no idea sort of what the arrangement was going to be. But Meg, they brought in large television cameras. They're huge, the size of this table. And one rolled up to my right, one rolled up to my left, there was one over my shoulder, and then there were all the other mics and cameras everywhere, and the the intense focus on my hands included my own focus. Wow. And I literally froze up for a moment. I felt like I was about to play the piano with two baseball mitts on my hands. (laughs) I stepped out of my alter ego. Ziggy was nowhere to be found. It was just... (laughs) Steve, <laughs> the piano, mistake. 
but you know, you learn from those experiences. And I, I stirred it back up. I knew what was happening, oh, and I was man. able to step successfully back into go it. Step, step back into it. But I felt it slipping away. You needed a good outfit. That's probably what you were missing, right? You know, like, that's true. You know, I saw this really great televised concert, and this young prodigy, she, she wasn't a child. She was uh, probably in her early 20s, though. And it was a great televised concert, and they were playing the music from, um, what is that? It's a Tim Burton movie. It was animated. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So they were playing yeah. the music for that in this televised concert. And this girl, she's playing all the violin solos. And it's a huge, she's a, an amazing solo violinist. But she comes out and she has on white makeup and a Tim Burton esque latex black bodysuit. <laughs> I think she's ready, you know, I think think she's ready to play this music, but it just makes me think of, you know, the power, the power of stepping into that person, stepping into that identity, identifying with it. And it can carry you to any place that you could possibly imagine or want to go. That's hilarious. Right (laughs) after that concert, uh, my agent at that time had contacted another promoter out in, uh, I think it was in Las Vegas Uh and sent him a video of the, the concert. And the response that came back was, it looks like a, a poor man's Yanni. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. I needed the I needed somebody to give me the outfit. You needed a latex bodysuit. <laughs> okay. That's what it. you were missing. Actually, I prefer the poor man's Yanni. I like that. But we do you, <laughs> business cards. That needs to go Please. on a business yeah. card. <laughs> but but this happens, you know, it happens as sure. There's a process to to journaling our expectation. But just like small drops of water make the oceans mighty, the small things in life that you enjoy contain the ability to open the universal storehouse of your treasures. Knowing this builds great confidence. Working through your highest viewpoints for your alter ego builds great confidence. And you do it one stone, one step, one turn at a time. Calissa, perhaps you feel like at at this point in life, liberating yourself by becoming free is no longer an option for you. And you want to set yourself apart from all the negative influences as you go through the day. Of course you do. Perhaps you feel that you're too saturated with responsibilities that have been bestowed upon you. It it may seem possible to spare um, uh, just a little bit of time, but how about 21 seconds? Just 21 seconds is all required to meditate and reflect upon your life, your direction, your dreams and aspirations according to what you've journaled for yourself. Then put your slippers on and go get them, Tiger. (laughs) Yes. Those inner conversations that you're having throughout the day and certainly at night when you lay down to rest because it's those thoughts that must become uncluttered so that you can intensely every single day Regain the center of your purpose, and I'm telling you, you're going to find quiet, peace, and enjoyment in really all that you do, everything that you do. The 13th century Persian poet, Remy, he wrote that uh, out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and right doing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. The journey of a thousand miles, it begins with a single step. Take the first one today. And Calissa, just start small with the first 21 seconds of your morning and continue to journal along your journey. And those single steps, they'll develop into giant strides. Go for it. Your best life is now. Turn your affection within to locate the strength of your eternal source. Let's work on some highest viewpoints. Just say this out loud. Say, I am worthy. I am worthy. To follow the dreams of my alter ego. To follow the dreams of my alter ego. And to manifest those same desires. And to manifest those same desires. I unconditionally love myself. I unconditionally love myself. I believe in who I was meant to be. I believe in who I was meant to be. I'm attracting those that help me manifest my goals. I'm attracting those who help me manifest my goals. I am in the right place. I'm in the right place. 
the right time. At the right time. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. I will succeed. I will succeed. As success becomes me. As success becomes me. I have the power to attract change. I have the power to attract change. Into all of my circumstances. Into all of my circumstances. I know where to locate. I know where to locate. Exactly what I want. Exactly what I want. And how to receive. And how to receive. Who I am. Who I am. I am healthy. I am healthy. And filled with energy. And filled with energy. I am the right person. I am the right person. For me. For me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Do this every morning for 21 seconds. I, I know I'm going to be doing it. And it's funny, 21 seconds. And we're going to be back here doing this again in 21 hours. Yep. Right on schedule. Right on schedule. I'll see you for Friday. Sending out much love and light to all the KB creatives all around the world. Thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.